Let's return to All Things Employment with Vicki Causa on TalkZone.com. Okay, we're back, and we're talking with Joan Schramm, your coach and counselor, and we've been discussing social networking. So, Joan, I wanted to ask you, you mentioned briefly before Twitter. Now, Twitter, from what I understood, is is... Well, I don't understand. Maybe that's the problem, but it doesn't seem to me to be as formal or as organized as something like LinkedIn, and I'm not sure that people are using that for job searching. So tell me what Twitter is and what would you suggest people start to look at it to use as, as in their job search? Well, basically, Twitter is what they call microblogging. It's for you to put out in 140 characters or less a status update about yourself that basically answers the question, what are you doing? Hmm. Now, you know, it, it, it is full of people twittering about what they had for lunch and that their cat just hacked up a fur ball on the, on the living room rug and stuff like that. But there are lots of people out there who are using it for job search. It is another way to connect with people all over the world who you might not otherwise have an opportunity to establish a relationship with. Um, the one thing that I would say when using Twitter is, if again, like Facebook, if you're going to use it as part of your job search or your professional strategy, then treat it that way. And so what we recommend is 10% of your tweets can be about your cat and the furball, and <laughs> 40% of your tweets about yourself and what you're doing, and the other 50% should be you putting out information or connecting with other people, passing along information, basically making yourself useful and establishing yourself as a knowledgeable expert in some area. Hmm. So of, of all the ones we've spoken about, of Twitter, of LinkedIn, on Facebook, if, you, if somebody had to choose one, because somebody maybe who is not that familiar with electronic networking or putting information about themselves out, what would you suggest is, number one, the easiest, or and number two, the most effective site that they probably should be using? If people are only going to be on one site, they need to be on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, no question. Um, okay. That's where they're going to get their most bang for their buck that's where they're going to get the biggest benefit out of the time that they put in. Um, it's not, yeah, it's, it's kind of easy. I mean, there are a lot of good books out there. There's a lot of stuff that you can find online on how to really set up your LinkedIn profile to your benefit. So it takes some time to set it up, to set it up properly, um, but then maintaining it, you know, not a lot of time. It, it's however much time that you want to put into it. Hmm. Now, let me ask you this too. Before you, you mentioned, you know, t- getting it to a networking event, standing around the buffet table with business cards and such, would you suggest that people should put their LinkedIn information or their Facebook site or, or how to get to them on Facebook on a business card today? Yeah. I, you, you know, you don't want to, you kind of don't want to clutter up your business card with, mm-hmm. to make it real hard to read. Um, right. I put mine on my on the back. Mm-hmm. You know, people forget that there's a back side of the business card. And so, yes. you know, I have my logo and my name and just some real basic stuff on the front. And then I have my LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter 
the way to contact me on those. I also have it um, included, you can include it in your email signature file. Um, if you're on LinkedIn, you can link that to your Facebook status. You can link your Facebook to your LinkedIn. You can link Twitter to Facebook. You, it's all kind of incestuous. Which makes it a little easier because if you set up like your Facebook and your LinkedIn thing, you know, to sync with each other, then if you update your status on Facebook, it will automatically update your status on LinkedIn. Oh, that's good to know, too. And and I ask these questions from the perspective of, again, I've been dealing with quite a few folks who are not familiar with job searching today and haven't been in a search or haven't done a resume or an interview in a long, long time. So when we start to talk to them about you need to get on the social sites and networking, they look at me like I have no idea what you're talking about. But then when you when you explain, as you've done such a great job at, about the fact that employers and recruiters may be using these tools themselves to go out there and find out about uh, some more information about people and what they may not learn in an interview or some tidbit that they may that they may have. What other social network sites are there, Joan, or are there any others that you would recommend today, or are those the three big ones that people should start to think about? Those are the three big ones that people should start to think about. Um, another really good one is called Visual CV, hmm. and that is, it's, it's a very cool site. It enables you to create a, um, uh, you know, a, a visual resume for yourself. You can and it, you can add um, text, you can add video, you can add audio, you can add PowerPoint, you can add charts, you can add spreadsheets. You you can ju- if you can think of it, you can probably do it on there, which creates a huge, very well documented, well rounded kind of snapshot of who you are, um, hmm. more so than you can put on a resume, more so even, you know, than you can put in LinkedIn or wh- wherever. Um, yeah. It's a very cool tool. Um, that's, that's a really good one. Um, Ning, N-I-N-G, is a way for people to create social networks of their own. So you mm-hmm. can go on to Ning and you can find a social network that relates you know, probably very, very specifically, say you're, I don't know, a PR professional in the healthcare industry or something. You know, there's probably a Ning social network dedicated to people who do that. So you can get on there. Mm -hmm. If there isn't one, you know what, go and create one yourself. There's another Mm -hmm. way to expand your presence online and to, Position yourself as being an industry expert who's knowledgeable and who's really on the cutting edge of what's going on. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is Plaxo. Plaxo's kind of like a hybrid between Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, it is, again, it's, it's another way to network with people, to, to, you have to network with people, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, as a job tool, I highly recommend for people to use JibberJobber, which is yes. an Alba's site. Um, it started out as a way for people to manage their contacts and their job search information and has just morphed into a huge thing. 
Wow, that's that's unbelievable. Real quick question too. You mentioned before about uh, the the CV site and putting and putting your online your CV online or your resume online. Would you recommend people let you know prospective employers know that that's available? Say, for instance, in an interview or on a cover letter. Would you say that that would be something that most employers today may want to know about and would would take the time to look? Oh, sure. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting because and a lot of people would say to me, should I have my own website? You know, should I put my own website out there? And I always say, well, how savvy are you, first of all, with websites? Make sure what you're putting out there is something that you'd like people to see and it's current and it's information that's going to help you get a job. Right. Just be careful how you do it. But this certainly sounds like something that's almost pre-done for you and you just absolutely just have to, you know, build something up for yourself and then and then link, you know, what will put your link to it. That's that's a great tool. That's one I hadn't heard about, so I'm I'm really yeah. glad to hear about that. Joan, all this online stuff sounds great. It's easy to do because you sit in front of your computer and you never have to leave your house. But tell me how that compares to traditional in-person cocktail party, shaking hands, networking. I mean, t- tell me the pros and cons. Well, I, the pros of online networking, and first of all, I want to say that I don't recommend that you do one or the other to the exclusion of the other. I think it's all part of a job search strategy. I mean, nothing I don't think is going to replace in-person stuff. Right. However, getting onto an online networking site means that you are going to have the opportunity to network with so many more people, even people in your own town that you may never have run across at another event, you know, you can find if they're on LinkedIn or they're on Facebook or they're on Twitter, you can find them and you can network with them. I have made some very valuable content right here in Annapolis, people that I probably never would have run across Hmm. if I hadn't found them on one of these sites. So, you know, it's kind of, use it all together. Um, You can use that to establish the contact, to establish a relationship with somebody, and then, you know, as the kids say, you can take it offline. Yes. Um, You might find that they're going to be at a networking event in your hometown or, or, you know, in the next city over or something. gives you a perfect opportunity to take that online relationship and translate it into an in-person one. Yeah, that's it. It's great advice. It certainly is. And, you know, people just don't think about it in those terms. And I think getting over the fear of getting on those sites and learning about them, and you really can't make too many mistakes on it. You have to really, you know, you, you control what's on there about yourself. So you really should take the time to learn about those tools. I think it's a great thing. I think it's information that people don't normally think about. So I certainly appreciate that. I want to switch gears a little bit here and talk to the people who may still be at work. You know, they may still be there and, and they may be, you know, concerned about how do I hang on to this job? I mean, with the market being what it is, you know, what are, what are some of the things that people have to do to hang on to a job? They, they know that there's been layoffs and most of their colleagues and friends are no longer there and they're probably wondering, am I next? What are some of the things they can do to, to maybe help, help them stay there a little bit longer? Well, there are some things that you can do. Okay, and and I've seen actually I've seen a lot of dis, a lot of discussion um, on some online sites about my first tip, but the first thing I tell people is make sure you get lots of FaceTime. Mm. If your company has a telecommuting problem, in my opinion, this is not the time to take advantage of it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> be in the office every day. 
come in a little early, stay a little later, and make sure that they know who you are and what you're doing because if it comes time to start laying people off, it's going to be a lot easier for them to lay you off if nobody can remember who you are and what you do. Mm. So get into work. The second yeah. thing is, and this is true in any economy, make your boss look good. If you can make your boss look good, you have really done a lot for your own job and your own career. Then mm. Volunteer for extra work. Finish projects early and under budget. Find ways to save the company money. Take some jobs off your boss's desk that maybe your job, your boss really hates to do that you can do for them. Anything like that is going to help you. Don't That's... whine and complain <laughs> about how bad things are, the increased workload, not even to your coworkers. Yeah. Again, you keep a positive attitude. Bosses always seem to know who's, you know, doing the extra work and who's being happy about it and who complains about every little thing that happens. Yeah, that's excellent advice. It certainly is. And, you know, Joan, before we're almost, we're almost running out of time here, but I did want to talk to you about the book, the ebook that you've written. And it's a book that you help people try to figure out what they want to do. Can you tell us a little bit about the book and how it became the project that it is? Well, it's, called, you know, Loving Your Job, Living Your Life, and it's basically for people who, you know, are kind of miserable at work every day, they're discouraged, they're unhappy, they dread getting up and going out the door, maybe their dissatisfaction with their job is starting to affect their personal life, and they're really trying to figure out, is it possible for me to find meaningful work that is going to make me happy and fulfilled and also pay the bills? Um, so what I try to create for this is people is, is is an ebook that people can work through, and in doing it, people are going to learn how they got where they are now. Because a lot of times, people are not really sure how they got to this point. Mm. We take a look at that. We take a look at why what happened in your past doesn't mean that's what happens to happen in your future. I help them identify their strengths and weaknesses, and identify the little things that they do to sabotage their own success and the little things that they can change that will ensure their success. Hmm. And then how to analyze their choices and options and hopefully how to put the whole package together. Can you share with us some things that people do to sabotage themselves? Can you give us some, some a little tidbit of what those may look like? Um, I think some of the things that people do can be to maybe stay in a job too long or not take opportunities that are given to them. Mm-hmm. They have an option to to pick up an extra job or, or change jobs or something at work. And they jump back to that default position of that unfamiliar, that's uncomfortable, what if I fail, what if I don't do good. So rather than take that, they'll just, They'll say to themselves, that's not really what I wanted to do anyway. Mm. So they sort of second guess or they look back and say, it wasn't the right thing for me, so that's why I stayed where I was without even having tried it, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So now how can people get, get your book, Joan? How would, if they, people wanted to go to your site and download the book and take a look at it today, how, how can they get there? It's, uh, the site is www.achieve-momentum.com, and there's a link to the ebook right on the front page. 
Terrific. Great. So tell me now, in your opinion, you know, and what you've seen in the job market and, and the dealing with the folks you're dealing with, are things getting better now or do you see them staying the same? Or what advice can you give listeners out there who are out there searching and haven't really found much to choose from? I think I think things are getting better. You know, I try not to listen to all that bad news, <laughs> um, you know, and, and try to focus on, 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 you know, some of the good stuff. I mean, there do seem to be indications that the economy is starting to turn around. But basically, back to what I said back at the very beginning, mm-hmm. you're one person and you're trying to find one job. There's lots of jobs out there. Um, if you feel stuck then find somebody that can help you. You know, you don't have to hire me. You don't have to hire you. You can hire. There's lots of people out there who are able to help you, even if you just hire a resume expert to craft you a really, really good, strong resume. I mean, that's a positive step in the right direction. There's a lot of things that you can do. Um, There's just a lot of opportunity out there. Um, I hate to quote Rush Limbaugh, but I do agree with something he said a while ago. I refuse to participate in this recession. Yeah. Well, good for him and good for you. And Joan, thank you so much. We're just we're just about out of time right now. I want to thank you so much again. Joan Schramm is always our our guest today. She has her own company called Momentum Coaching, and you can find Joan at www.achieve.momentum.com. Joan, thank you so much for the valuable information you've shared with us. I certainly appreciate it. I would encourage anybody who has questions, you can always email me at allthingsemployment.com. Get on the website. You can send us messages there and let us know what you thought about the show and anything you'd like to see in the future. So again, Joan, thank you so much. Thanks to the listeners, and we'll be back in touch next week. Have a great week, everybody.